0: In today's show, we look ahead to Thursday in the NBA, who we can stream in, what we're watching for, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble, Beeble, yeah, on TikTok at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. All right, Thursday, there's only three games on. So this won't be that long of a show, I don't think. We're going to talk about those three games. Streaming becomes vitally important on Thursday. So we're going to talk about that as well. Warnie. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) Spurs Kings is the first game that is up. There are no spreads or totals out for any of these games at the time of me recording this. There's also... Some injuries that we need to check in on that we don't have uh, the updates on just yet. I would have liked to have got an update on Keegan Murray, who hurt his back yesterday, but that has not come. They don't have to release that probably until tomorrow. Um, If Murray is out, then we get more minutes for Monk, probably more minutes for Trey Lyles, probably more minutes for Terrence Davis, who really is the one who benefited yesterday. But that was a weird game. Um, They smashed the nets. We might even get someone like Casey Okpala playing more minutes as well. So we need to check that. Romeo Langford is or has missed the last few games. He, we expect, is questionable. He's missed the last two for COVID. Um, Zach Collins will be out. Blake Wesley will be out. Malachi Branham could return uh, with an ankle injury as well. So what do I want to watch on the Spurs? Sohan, now! Yeah, Jeremy Sohan. I think he's going to be a really good player in the league. I think he's going to be a... Yeah, Could he get to like a Mikael Bridges level of player? I wouldn't rule it out. I think he's already a really good defender. He's showing some passing ability for assists last game. Um, The shot, he's not Mikael Bridges because he can't shoot, but there is maybe some hope for that to become better. He's a really interesting player. And we're getting a real opportunity to see him this week with five games on. And I just want to see just incremental improvements, but more more than that, I want to see 29, 30 minutes. Unfortunately, someone like Kater Bates-Diop will come in and cut into playing time, which is frustrating. But let's see what Sohan can bring. Also, Jakob Pertl. Brilliant last game. Now, I've been a big yucca Pirtle fan for a while. I think I had him top three last season in defensive player of the year. I think he's that good. And then he showed, this season, he is showing offensive ability. 31 points last game. They run almost every play through him. I haven't looked at the numbers this. I should. But the amount of touches that he gets and handoffs and just passes is so high. Everything runs through him. And it's um, it's enabling him to get some really interesting numbers. I am not convinced they trade him. I think the price for trading him would be really high. I, I'm, not, I'm just not convinced they do it. But I want to see what he does because he's great. For the Kings, the pencil Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. His last few games have been better. I don't think that he is going to be a must-roster guy necessarily. But on a day like this, he's a great option. And if Murray is out, where does he fit into the usage hierarchy Can he get back to doing what he did last season if Keegan is sidelined? I also, of course, want to watch Terrence Davis because he was the story of yesterday. Monstrous line of the night and waiver wire line of the night in one day. Big scoring, 80% shooting, huge minutes, benefited from Murray's absence. Is it a flash in the pan? Probably. But we want to see if that at least endears him a little bit more to Mike Brown and he plays a larger role. Doubtful. But we want to watch that. We want to see what yesterday's explosion means for Terrence Davis moving forward. That is going to be key for where he, where he sits or what we do with him in fantasy leagues. The next game is the Nets. They are taking on the Portland Trailblazers. TJ Warren is out. Gary Payton won't play. Not a surprise. We haven't seen Gary Payton yet. Um, Olivier Saar will be out. It's levy o not levy o We don't know the status of Justice Winslow. It feels like he'll be close to returning. But the big one is Kyrie. Is Kyrie going to return? The Nets continue to be a disaster for many reasons. Yes, they went on a little winning streak, but that's not what I'm talking about. They got smashed yesterday by the Kings. But also the fact that the players didn't seem to know that Kyrie wasn't playing. Oh, I thought he'd be back. Why is no one communicating any of this stuff with anybody? I don't know why. And then Kevin Durant's coming out here and talking shit about his teammates. Mate, what do you expect us to do? Look at our starting lineup. It's Edmund Sumner and Joe Harris. Nick Claxton and Royce O'Neal. You expect us to win with that? Kevin you're right, but also shut up. So I don't know what's going on with this team. In saying that, Ben Simmons looked maybe the best that he looked, and that, that's not saying a lot. He had, what do you have? Eleven, seven, and five. He didn't do much, um, but he looked the best that he did, and that is a huge positive. It also meant that we had fewer minutes from Nick Claxton, which part of that was blowout related, but we'll see how that's. It's a key thing we're going to keep continue to watch. Simmons' role, Simmons' minutes, Claxon's minutes. Are they inversely correlated? Probably. And we want to watch that. Also, Royce O'Neill, who has started to regress. He started off the season red hot on much bigger usage than usual and big defensive numbers, and it started to fall away. Let's see if he can stabilize and remain a 12-team league guy. I am less than confident. For the Blazers, top 10 player Jeremy Grant. Is that going to continue? Definitely not, because he's shooting about 55 to 60% from three. He's doing it on big usage, and it just isn't going to stick. But maybe it does for one more game. Your sell-high window for him is wide open. It's big. It's very big. Do it now, because it could crash and burn really quickly. It might not. He might score another 30 points on five shots. Like It might not crash. It will at some point. So let's see what Grant does. I also want to watch. This is more for future seasons, more for Dynasty League. Shaden Sharp. He looks really big out there as a shooting guard. Like, he's got the size. The shooting is there. I don't know what else he's going to bring from a fantasy perspective, like defensive stats, assists, um, rebounds. Does he bring that? High volume threes. Does he get to the line a ton? I'm not sure about any of that stuff yet. But I am sure that he looks big. He's super athletic. And his shot making is really, really impressive. I don't think he's got any shot of being a 10 or 12 or 14 team league guy this season with Simons and Lillard ahead of him. I don't think he's got any shot of that. And then Gary Payton's going to come back. But I just want to continue to watch him grow and see what other bits of his game he can develop. That is going to be key for him as we move forward. Today's episode is brought to you by Better Help. Better Help. Navigating life's challenges, it can make you feel unsure whether it's a career change whether it's a new relationship, becoming a parent, anything, moving house. There's so many things that can cause us confusion and mental anguish. And it's important that we get that stuff under control. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of those challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. Therapy is useful for all walks of life, all types of people in all types of situations. And sometimes it has been in the past, unaccessible or inaccessible. That's a better word. because That's the correct word. BetterHelp al- helps you. It's in their name. BetterHelp helps you get that therapy you need. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. And if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked NBA. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash locked on NBA. The third game of the day is the Pistons and the Clippers. This is the final game of the day for Thursday. Cade Cunningham will be out. My name is Richie Cunningham. Isaiah Stewart will be out. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming glass. Yeah, the flame and glass is out for the next two to three weeks with that toe problem. Um, Corey Joseph is questionable. I oh honestly don't really care, but what we do care about is the Clippers. Is this the game that Kawhi Leonard returns? I think possibly yes. It's the beginning of a three-game homestand. There are no back-to-backs in this. In fact, the Clippers don't have a back-to-back until the 30th of November. I think we have a shot at Kawhi returning. I don't know that, but I think we have a shot at Kawhi returning. Luke Kennard is also questionable after leaving last game with a calf strain. If both Kawhi and Kennard are out, then the minutes open up for Jackson, for Wall, for Powell, for Mann. But again, there's just so much weirdness. Last game, Powell played 18 minutes. Nico Batum played 26 because he got hot and hit seven threes. Like this is, again, you need like five blokes to wipe out to get a consistency of rotation. Jackson, Wall, Powell, Batum, Mann, Leonard, Canard. There's too many guys. And we're never going to get a set pattern, I don't think, in how that production goes. On the Piston side of things, I want to watch Marvin Bagley. I mean, I don't want to watch Marvin Bagley at all because I think he is a poor NBA player and he is absolutely not a starter and he's bad. Right? I think all of those things... And based on literally watching him his entire career. Could he become good? Sure, I'm never going to rule that out for somebody. But just because I think someone is bad and think someone should not be starting and think someone shouldn't get NBA minutes or think someone shouldn't get a $40 million guaranteed contract, which I do think all of those things, that doesn't mean there can't be fantasy value because you know what? I am not controlling the Pistons rotation. Dwayne Casey is. And Dwayne Casey is going to start Marvin Bagley and he's probably going to play him close to 30 minutes. And in a points league, especially... The points and rebounds that Bagley gets you are useful. And in a category league, he'll get you some points and rebounds, and he might shoot 53% from the field, and maybe he gives you a block. Now, don't expect any assists ever, or steals really, or good free throw percentage. It's got to fit the right team. But think Mason Plumlee. Points, rebounds, field goal percentage. Bagley can give you similar stuff. And with the role that looks to be way too big for his talent level and way too much to be on a developing team, he's going to get those minutes, and he's going to produce. So it doesn't matter if I hate the player. I don't hate him. I just don't think he's very good. It doesn't matter if I don't think he's very good if the role is going to be there, at least in the short term. And that's what we've got with Bagley. Also watch Jaden Ivey, who in the games without Cade has looked really good. There's going to be efficiency issues from him. There's going to be issues at times with lacks of defensive stats, but who cares? At this point, he's really, really useful, and he's putting up good numbers. Maybe he's a sell-high. I don't know. I'd rather just ride it out, but also I just want to continue to watch how he looks in these games without Cade, even though he's not technically playing as the point guard because Killian Hayes is out there, and he's doing a lot of distributing. It's enabling Ivy to get a little bit more on ball time and a little bit more usage. For the Clippers, I want to watch Norm Powell because I, I just don't know with this guy. He's really been bad basically every game this season. Not everyone, but you know, close enough to it. If Canard and Kawhi are out, does he start and play 30 minutes? Or do they go back to Wall and Jackson? Have they just lost all faith in him? It does feel like it. also want to watch John Wall, who, like Bagley, is providing good counting stats, points and assists. They're pretty solid, but he's hurting a lot in percentages, and that has detractions in category leagues. So whether you can deal with the John Wall percentage issues, that's going to be up to you. But let's see what his role looks like. He started the second half with Kanard out last game. Does he start again if Kannard is out? How does he fit with Kawhi is back? Still so many variables with the Clippers team. And I don't know when we're ever going to figure it out, to be honest. So that is obviously a concern and something that we uh that we do have to watch. What we also have to watch is Sweatblock. Because today's episode is brought to you by Sweatblock. You might be like me and you have to go up and down stairs in a house with a lot of stairs. And sometimes in the hot weather, you start sweating and you're wearing a gray shirt and you look down and you look under and you go, oh no, what's this? I have to go on air in like five minutes and I've got a sweat mark sitting under my breasts. Like that's not fun for anybody, is it? And then I remember I've got sweat block in the cupboard. So I get the wipes, which were created by a doctor, by the way and I wipe them on, and you know what it does? It protects me for seven days. I'm protected right now because I've got my SweatBlock wipes wiped on. They're guaranteed to work as well. And if they don't work, you don't pay. They call it the SweatBlock dry shirt guarantee. SweatBlock doesn't keep you dry. You get your money back. What a simple equation that is. So if you or someone your love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try, try SweatBlock. Risk-free today. Save 20% with the promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. You can also get these blokes at Amazon. Let's look at some streaming options. The back-to-back Thursday, Friday, which is going to be hard because Friday is like 11 games, I think. It's going to be hard to find the active spot, but the Pistons, guys, are what you're looking for. So Bagley, Diallo in deeper leagues. Um, Sadiq Bay if someone dropped him. Jaden Ivy is available in over 20% of leagues for the reasons I don't know, but I don't care. Grab him. Killian Hayes with Cade likely out. Like he's an option to grab. Alec Burks has value as well. Alec Burks. So Pistons players on that back-to-back stream. If we're just looking at Thursday, let's start with a couple of P- uh, Pistons. They're not Pistons, Spurs. Jeremy Sohan and Joshie Richardson. Joe Harris and Reggie Jackson. Alec Burks and Jalen Duran, Edmund Sumner and Nico Batum. The reason that Marvin Bagley's not on here when talking about category leagues is because he's already been picked up in using our advanced metrics at like 63%. And I use an under 50% metric to look at those category league ads. If you're looking for deeper leagues, these guys are all available in over 90%. Joe Harris, Alec Burks, Edmund Sumner, who will probably start again for Brooklyn, but that's going to depend on Kyrie. Um, Nico Batum, Doug McDermott, Isaiah Livers, should get extra minutes with Stewart out. Terrence Davis, who might, who could be just a standard league guy if Keegan is out. And Yuta Watanabe, who's been playing, one of the, actually, one of the most underrated big surprises of the season is the play of Yuta Watanabe. He's been really, really good, I think. Well, no, I think, I know he has been. And then for points leagues, Marvin Bagley, He's only rostered in actually 25% of Yahoo leagues. So he's available in a lot of your leagues. Marvin Bagley, Killian Hayes, um, Malik Monk, Jeremy Sohan, Seth Curry, Goldfinger, Charlie Bassey is available in over 50% of leagues. He should not be. Reggie Jackson and Joshie Richardson. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey. Just throw a thumbs up on YouTube. Leave your comments down below. Subscribe. And of course, ring the notification bell. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.